Hello, everybody. Welcome to the New Looks, New Look Barry Watts Crew podcast. <laughs> uh, this is called Cut the new Cut sound. the Cut the Shit, and it's a lean new sound for the <clears> podcast <throat> this week. We're starting all over with episode number thirty something. Thirty four. Call it Why Doesn't Barry Edit Anything? It's called Why Doesn't Barry Edit Anything. Anymore. <laughs> um, so we're starting again. Cutting the shit, it's going to be edited properly this time, no bullshit, We're sorry about last week's episode for the 15 people that listen, it was a complete mess and I couldn't be bothered to edit it properly so it just had us rattling on about human centipede, so we're going to get down to business tonight. You cut that bit out, yeah? Yeah. The bit you just said. Who's here? J-Pop. Yo. G-Dog. Yo. Johnny Ribena. I believe it when I see it. What have you been up to? J-Pop. Been a Swanage again. <laughs> Living the dream. G-Dog, what you been up to? Um, being pissed up down the Weatherspoons. Johnny Rabina? Uh, done a bit of filming and then got hip-hop drunky and don't remember what happened. Oh, let's talk... Weatherspoons? <clears throat> well, oh, yeah, talk about the uh, Weatherspoons. What happened there? We, we got really drunk in Weatherspoons. <laughs> well, no, we got drunk before we went to Weatherspoons. We got drunk during filming of uh, Tommy Up. So, yeah, very good, very good filming day. Explain to the listeners what Tommy is. Um, it's... it's um, it's a spoof, a riff on uh, The Only Way is Essex and Made in Chelsea. And it's the only with, made in The, the Only, only Made in Aylesbury. And where would you find that? And you'll find that on YouTube. So just type in The Only Made in Aylesbury if you want to watch it. You should find it, yeah. And you can see... Well, you've got the premiere episode on there, which we've had some in. really good feedback, which is unusual. It is. Uh, okay. We've got someone drunk filming, filming episode two during oh, the someone, day. Someone commented today uh, about J-Bob. J-Bob equals skinny Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, that's a nice <laughs> hey, comment. Well, that's good. So anyway, that's the intro's done. And, uh, I let's think he's funny because he's legend. fat though, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. What, what you, you been, been watching? Lena. Lean. What you been watching for the new generation? I thought sorry, this, um, was, you're doing it like we're pressed for time, but the idea was that you just edit it, edit it properly, not we're going to rush through I thought through I was doing it. a live edit. Not just rush <laughs> <through>. <laughs> do a live what edit as we do it. Okay, quality. By, doing, by rushing through it. Well, I'll it. start with what I've been watching to get you guys lubed up and in the mood. Um, the first thing I've watched this week was Come Dine With Me. Last week's episode with a guy called Gary in it that was absolutely amazing, amazing. television. The whole week was amazing. I've never seen anything like it before in my life. I th- I feel the guy had slight Aspergers and should maybe not have been on the television programme. Yeah, but they, they put him in there anyway and Did he call him? blew the place up. Gary? It's Greg. Greg. It's Greg. Yeah, <laughs> Greg Bell. <laughs> Imagine being called Greg. <laughs> Greg, Greg Bell. And this week, yet again, another amazing TV series. Please watch it, listeners. Please watch. Another thing I've been watching this week that's moved me to tears is the new John Lewis advert. Oh. Has anybody seen that? Yes. Very upsetting. The guys going through all the films. Is that with the little? That no, one? is that with no. the little boy that can't What's wait for Christmas because he's cut the dog's head off? Yeah, and put it in a box. Yeah. His mum and dad, and serves it up to him. That yeah. is really so moving. So we're talking about uh, XFM this morning about things that make you cry. When have you inappropriately cr- cried? And uh, someone sent in a message saying, uh, "Yeah, the new John Lewis advert. I haven't seen From it." From Barry Walks. And was it, it must have been you. No. A friend of mine on Facebook put an update that they cried. A girl I know on Facebook. It, it made me cry in the same way that pissing glass would. Why, is it, why does it make people cry? I don't get no. that. What's so sad about it? I think it's because... Um, it's Darth Vader, isn't it? No, that's the Curry's advert. Oh. <laughs> it's about a kid who's saving up all year for a Christmas present. I think the problem with Christmas... I think, it's cause, I think they're crying because Morrissey's sold out. Oh, it's got that Morrissey song in it, hasn't it? 
Or by is it actually him or someone else performing? No, it's a cover. No, it's but he's obviously no. sold. It's obviously allowed. One of these indie waif chicks oh, doing yeah. this song. We're, in so we're really lacking in wearing TV a skirt and wellies. It's these twee little folky indie songs. Yeah. With For like um, Match.com and mobile phones, phones yeah. and shit like that. Have you that. seen that new Carphone Warehouse advert? Which one's that? Where the bloke goes into Carphone Warehouse and the bloke behind the counter gives him a luminous brolly and they both float up through the ceiling and they come out of a pond and they go up through a forest and then they go up through the sky and then they come out of a building, they climb up the side of a building, they jump off the building and then they go into space and while they're floating in space he chooses a phone and I just think, could you really be bothered? Is it, oh, I haven't seen that. Because no, they ring you up when, you, when your contract's up, they just you ring you up yeah. and you can ask for a new one. It's like Levi's, they, make it, they try and make these adverts seem like they're... Uh, if, Theoretical, I don't even know the word. <laughs> telephone shops are <laughs> done at the best of times. If you had to go into whatever that, that means. I think ethereal. Don't you, ethereal, that's it, you've got it. Don't you think the trouble with Christmas now is ephemeral. it's all commercialised? <laughs> it's all commercialised. It is, isn't it? You get your blowjobs. You get your blowjobs, you get your rape. Nobody remembers the true meaning of Christmas. Uh, yeah, mm. Argos. Chestnuts and mould wine. Chestnuts and mould. Mould. I can remember chestnuts. It's coming. Have you got done all your Christmas shopping? No, I've anyway, done my list. That's what I've been watching. Presents. What have you guys been watching? <laughs> well, I watched um, Skin Deep, The Business of Beauty, the new series commu- uh, consumer show presented by Jessica Jane Clement, who no you may recognise from The Real Hustle. I'm in a jungle. Get me out of here. And The Real Hustle. And she she, she was looking at. She's looking into people that have been ripped, almost like a don't get done, get done. Right. And this poor woman had had, she'd gone for temporary tattoos on her eyebrows to, um, so she didn't have to put her makeup oh, on. Oh, lovely idea. She went to Bollywood Brows and got them done and they, they ripped her off. One, they were different colours and one was slightly up so she looked surprised <laughs> and angry at the same time. Yeah. And uh, she lost all her confidence. I thought she would have lost it because she was really fat and ugly, but it was just the eyebrows that did it. I thought you'd gain more confidence from doing that. Yeah, I did. I do as well. How long does that last, these tattoos? Months, yeah, it's like a tattoo, but they fade. Permanent, doesn't it? So you know you can have temporary tattoos, probably months. Temporary eyebrow. Yeah, they paint, no, they do the eyebrows in a tattoo and then it crusts up and falls off and then the ink stays there for months. Well, they shave their real eyebrows off. Um, Yeah, yeah. can do. Or they have to keep plucking them. I I wouldn't recommend it myself. But um, Christmas ideas, isn't it? What was her the name man. again? Jessie Jane. Uh, Jess, yeah, Jessica Jane. She with her big boobies. She really looked into it, and she um, she looked on the internet and found out that you could buy one of these temporary tattoo machines without any qualifications for two thousand five hundred pounds. Mm. So she said, basing it on an average of thirty five pounds of treatment, you'd only need to do ten to get your money back. Not bad. I do watch. I'll, I'll say what, what I one thing about her. He's got her. About the same math skills as Jessica <laughs> Jane, really. Yeah. I, I, so I of interest. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same sort of mathematics they do on the Real I'll, Hustle. I switched off. If as you well. spend about forty grand to win some to win a tenner. So I do the math set again. She they're charging thirty five pound a treatment. The mm-hmm. machine costs two thousand five hundred pounds. She said you only need to do ten to get your money back. Did she actually say so yes? So that's three. So it's three hundred and fifty pound, and obviously you need two thousand pound. What have you been watching, uh, J-Pop? I watched a brilliant film called Devil's Double. Ooh, oh, yeah, we all watched that. that. Sounds yeah. good. That's something we all meant to discuss. So we've all seen it. Let's talk about Scarface it. Scarface of Arabia. Scarface of Arabia. Let's do yeah. a little synopsis for the listeners, quick. It. 
Um, it's basically about Idi. Is it Idi Hussein? Udi. Udi Hussein. Udi. Like one of Saddam Hussein's sons, and he was completely mental. He was cool as fuck. And it's about his a bloke who looked just like him, which was played by the same actor. Dominic Cooper. Thank you, Dominic Cooper. And he. It's his double in case he goes to nightclubs or gets shot and stuff like that. There's more getting shot, wasn't it? And basically, Dominic Cooper realises he's a complete lunatic. I think well, he knows from the beginning. That's why he sort of yeah. reduced I it. I like you, brother. And, uh, you went to school with him. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. noticed that at school, everyone said he looked like him. But he's got a big Apart cock. from not having an overbite yeah. and a slightly different nose and he had a... Yeah, so they gave him plastic yeah. surgery and they said, well, you belong to us now. And it's, it's like it's sort of a romantic comedy, isn't it? And through a, a series of hilarious japes and errors, they become really good bosom buddies, and they turn the country around. And it's loosely based democracy. on the truth. <laughs> so uh, let's based on the book by the actual guy. Let's start with you, Johnny. What did you think of the film? Uh, thought it was good. It was entertaining. I it's not like it's better yeah. than I thought it'd be. Yeah, yeah. it's better enough. Um, well, they they sort of they sold it as Scarface of Arabia, and that's that's more just because. Everything was really fucking tacky in it, wasn't it? All it's quite cheap houses. to make, I think, mm. compared to Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of the buildings were CGI, weren't they? It was all filmed in Malta. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Do you know that? No. It wasn't actually filmed in what, Iraq. Well, I, the I knew that as well, because when they drive past the palace at the beginning, that looks like CGI, you can yeah. definitely tell. So, yeah, none of it. You can find lots of sand coloured, dusty looking He's buildings. A, he is the, I mean, I thought he was the type of raconteur you'd want at your wedding. Yes. He can have the first dance. <laughs> he obviously he quite enjoyed himself the yeah. playing the part of Uday. And the problem is, them sort of roles, when they've got, if it's the same actor playing a bad yeah. person and a the straight person or whatever. I thought it takes. He's always going to have a lot more fun playing the baddie. It started. Yeah. I liked um, it when it was being like you say with the baddie bit, and then it sort of tapered off a bit when it tried to become a bit of a thriller. Yeah, it yeah. Tied well, it all just, up. yeah. Maybe went on a little bit too long. Dominic. The guy that played the, the Saddam also played the looks like as well, didn't he? Yes. So, it's easier, isn't it? Right, to find yeah. two so people. a bit like um, Sam. Uh, what's it? I forgot his name. Sam Rockwell. Um, Sam Rockwell in Moon. Oh, of course, mm. yeah. Playing obviously in a dual role. Dominic Cooper's not, quite not, a good actor. Uh, he's, yeah, I mean, he was quite good. Not to the same standard as Sam Rockwell in Moon, but he did quite well with it, I thought. It's like Quantum Leap. What would we give that out of a thousand? <laughs> oh, give it 750. 750. A, a strong 750. Yeah. A strong 701. Have you been watching any other films, G-Dog? You're a big film buff. Mm, no, not... Uh, no. I saw one yesterday. What's what, that? I've been watching Boardwalk still. Cowboys and Aliens. Season. I, I so what's that like? It should have been called Dog Shit and Bananas. <laughs> is it bad? <laughs> well, yeah, even the well the head of what, what oh, film? I saw a film. Is it Columbia or whatever it's done by? Whoever the, the head of the the film production company whatever said it was awful and it shouldn't have come out. Really? This week. Yeah, he said. He said. Well, he said all the films they brought out recently have been it's absolutely. Not Paramount, no? It might have been Paramount. It's John Favreau, isn't it? Did I? Yeah, John Favreau. I thought it was meant to be yeah. crap, but. So it, d- it didn't make sense even as a fantasy, and there's like a bit in the middle that may as well have been a dream sequence. It's just they run out of things to do, and they go, "Okay, we'll we'll make that person come back to life for no reason." It's just oh shit. Dear. I saw um, our idiot brother. Have you heard of that film? Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that the other day. What did you think of that then? I thought it was good. It's all right. It's not brilliant though, is it? It was a bit like no. It's like mm. Dumb and Dumber, but one person. Yeah. And it was easy to watch, an easy comedy. Yeah. You could you could watch it with a stupid girl. Yeah. It's not hilarious though. But it's just watchable. It's Paul yeah. Rudd's the idiot brother. Yeah. 
He's all right. It's good. I'll tell you one thing I have been watching. I don't know if you guys are watching this, but I, I'm really growing tired of The Walking Dead. No, I, I disagree there. It's boring. You said, no, you said the, 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 that episode where the, you go, oh, there's no zombies in it, that one, but there was one stuck in as well. That was about it. That was, that was, that was quite good. And they pulled him out. Oh, they could, they could call it watching paint no, dry on zombies. And, and the uh, the Chinese guy got to got to fuck that that fit bird from the, the other family. Yeah. So uh, what's good about this show? Japanese. You saw a bit of side breed. <laughs> a bit <laughs> of side breast. <laughs> yes. A little bit of brisket. It's become like. Um, and the next episode is quite good as well. When uh, I haven't seen yesterday's one. No. It's not when good. He, he's going to meet her in the barn and there's uh, they've got a whole. That hasn't been Ooh, you're, not, you're not shit. showing it to me, G Dog. Huh? It's shit. Well, I, I don't think it's as good as the first season. I think it started off well, but then it's it's, it's just like it's a family drama a about a woman yeah, being well, pregnant. They're trying, to, yeah, they're trying to get the, the, the human element of the, the story as well, well rather than just. Well, everyone, know, everyone knows. Endless, everyone you can't knows. Have it endlessly killing zombies like in Resident Everyone Evil. knows this series yeah. ends with yeah, they're giving birth to a zombie. He might as well say to that farm bloke, can we stay on your farm because we've got no budget? That could be the end of it then, wouldn't it? We'd stay here and live happily ever after. Because there's no zombies here <laughs> at all, ever. Hmm. We've got no budget. Oh, I saw on spoileralert.com that she gives birth to a zombie in the last episode, so who needs to see oh, it? Oh, well, thank you for that. Has anyone seen the latest Twilight film yet? Oh, Toilet film? Uh, yeah. What's it called? Toilet Shit Dawn or my, something? Uh, my sister and her friend went to see it. What did yeah. they think of it? The oh, they was. said they said it was um, really shit. shit. Not like the others, but for some it's reason they still keep going to Did it? Mm. It's got bad what? reviews all over the place. Now, now is it part one? Is help. it two parts? Is it? Yeah, Breaking Dawn. <laughs> Even got a part help, one. Also. Help me out here, guys, because I've never <laughs> heard of Twilight. So, what is this all about? I know right. this is the big craze. Right. I, I haven't. I don't know nothing about it. Well, there's a girl that's moody as there's fuck. A, there's a frigid girl that can't choose between a werewolf and a vampire. Well, no, it doesn't start off like that. It's just her and the vampire to begin with, isn't yeah. it? And then they bring the, the gay werewolf into it a bit later. And, uh, I don't yeah, know what it's about. <laughs> so she's, she's got... It's, it's a toss-up between bestiality and necrophilia. Yeah. Sounds all right. It's a, it's a gay vampire franchise that's for people So it's basically a love story. It's yeah, a love it's story. Yeah, they've ruined vampires. So it's, why do you need three films for a love it's story? It's heartbreak life <laughs> for vampires. Can you do it in one? Tweenies. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do it in one film? Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to go and change Make some sockets. I had to go and change some sockets in a mental hospital for teenage teenage girls that self harm. Yeah. And uh, obviously they weren't in there when I went in. Dirty. But they had fucking loads of Twilight books everywhere. Really? Yeah. yeah. So mm. I think that's the effect it has. Oh god. Mm. It's, oh, anyway. it's for eight year old girls basically. Makes me sick. They should be doing other things like stealing cars. I wouldn't, I wouldn't self harm. I just fucking so hate myself. Does what do you think? What do you feel a film like this teaches a young woman? Does it teach her to be independent or finger herself? Marry a dead, <laughs> marry a dead person and fuck a dog. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, anyone be watching anything else? Or let's wrap it up. Teaser a bit fucking idiot. That that was good. Wasn't Boardwalk it? Empire's yeah. really good still. Season two. Do you oh, think I'm this really needs any editing? Walking Dead. Edit that bit out. Boardwalk Empire's good. <laughs> Um, as it's coming up to Christmas, uh, we thought we'd do a lovely new segment, and it's called Christmas Gift Ideas, because we all like it's all difficult, mm. very difficult thinking of what to Ooh, buy. It's tricky. It's a minefield. Family oh. members at Christmas, Tamagotchi. and I'm sure you three have all got a different family member that you mm. need to buy for this year. Yeah. So I am going to. No, I've got the same ones. <laughs> I am going to help you out. No, different family members. As parents are in the seventies, they're not. I'm not getting another brother or sister. No, I've still got the same. I want to get my dad some landmines. 
Well, let me help you out, guys, because what I want you to do My is... Yeah, all you need to do is tell me who you're buying for, and I'll find a present and see what you think. So let's start with you, J-Pop. Who are you buying for? Mum and Dad. Mum and Dad. So let's have a flip through. <laughs> <laughs> and... This is going to be good. A lovely idea for your... It's going to save me a lot of time. Right, this will save you a lot of time. Now, do your mother and father read books? Yes, they do, actually. Right, yes. well, here's a lovely a idea. TV licence. <laughs> In the Argos catalogue... There's a Luxor bookcase at thirty-four ninety-nine. I've uh, got a bookcase. Oh, it's for a room. It's a child's it's for bookcase. Bedrooms. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay, let's try again. <laughs> it's like a randomizer. Okay. Now, do your mother and father like the doll called Mini Kiss? Have they ever heard of that? <laughs> um, possibly. I don't know. Not... It's a Mini Kiss baby doll. It's ten pounds ninety-nine. In the so that's not bad not if you're on a budget. Yeah. Does it simulate um, the act of defecating and? Wing. Well, I'll tell you what, it might, not, might be I'm nice for you, G-Dog. Because well, I thought a... it could make up for the lifetime of disappointment that J-Pop's put them through. They could have a new baby. That's true, because <laughs> she does something... Start that, afresh. She, she does something that J-Pop never did when his, her, his father was tucking him well, in. Does she menstruate? She's a lovable soft doll. Just squeeze her tummy and she'll blow you a kiss. <laughs> blow off in your face. <laughs> can, you suck, can you suck farts out of her ass with a straw? <laughs> no, that's Quinny. <laughs> you can do that too. Uh, who are you buying for? Do you want to do one for me? Because I'll tell you who I'm buying for, and then you can find one for me. Who are you buying for, Barry? Okay, I'm buying for my auntie Irene. <laughs> Ding! She would like a cordless all rounder. <laughs> Surely. £129.99, the Bosch cordless all-rounder. That's a little bit too expensive. Is there anything a bit cheaper than that in it's there? It's got a nice, round, Bosch. smooth... Deck and Wrecker. I'm not saying she doesn't do DIY, but 129 Well, it doesn't just do DIY, apparently. It's an all-rounder. Is that my price it's range? Just a GY. Do yourself. Do yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, do you want me to try again? Lithi- get some lithium. It's actually a sander, so I wouldn't recommend that. We're flicking through the Argos catalogue, by the way. Is she fond of Bush? Yes, she likes Bush. Then she might like um, a Bush 7-inch dual in-car DVD player. Mm. Very nice. 7 inches. How much is that? 7-inch Bush in the motor. How much is that? Uh, That is 149.99. No, a little bit cheaper. (laughs) Okay, come on. Third time lucky. Get yourself down to Elizabeth Jake. Um, Listeners, we're we're making fun out of the Argos cat. (laughs) This how good we are. Does she like Phillips? Yeah, she likes Phillips. Prince Philip. Um... Yeah, it doesn't look very good. Come on, just read it out, man. Oh. Keep it going, keep it going. It's a Philips voice tracer. <laughs> I feel a ramble coming on. Oh. 59 Keep it going. Oh, you don't have to edit Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he even rambles through the Argos catalogue. <laughs> just fucking find something. Does she, she, like, does she like verbal towels? Oh, there you go. It's colour matching towels. There you go. Thank you. How and much? Got uh, ocean blue, purple fizz. God. Cocker, How much? Red, chocolate, slate, jet black. Lagoon, cream, super white. How much? Eleven ninety nine. Thank you. Pass oh, it to fucking Johnny Robina. You can have a go. Who am I picking? G Dog. G Dog. Who are you buying for? I'm buying for mum, Sally. dad, my sisters, Sally. my brother, and fuck off, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch the Only Made in Aylesbury, you'll realise Sally is G Dog's girlfriend. She's not my girlfriend. You could buy Sally an engagement ring. For. Five pounds. Oh, oh, no. for Sally now. Yeah, 
Argos value range coil cable, seven ninety nine. Perfect. Coil. Coil cable. <laughs> <laughs> there. Pick a where it's a ring. Or... It's from the value range. What's it for? What do you do with it? Um, Supplied with coil? the mounting bracket. Goes in a cervix. Keys oh, and yeah. it's weatherproof. That's <laughs> if the coil gets infected, you pull it. Very out. nice. Very nice. I think that's um, all for the Argos catalogue. So I, do... I don't get to buy anyone nothing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, John Rabina. Who are you buying for? Uh, Big Dave. Big Dave. Okay, let's see what he likes. Now, per oh no, done that. Wait a minute. Perfect for Big Dave. He will absolutely love this. The Magic Gift Wrapper. It's nineteen pounds ninety nine. Create miniature scenes inside crystal clear capsules with mini butterflies, hearts, and jewels. Then push down the plunger, and up pops your beautifully wrapped gift. How it much is it? That's nineteen ninety nine. Fuck stick that in his ass. But alas, Christmas is coming and the goose is getting fat. Please put a penny in the old man's movie projector. Movies, Christmas movies. <laughs> now, we've talked about food, but what is the ideal Christmas movie people can be watching this year um, that will get the mood? You've all had your big feast. You've settled down. The box is on. Mm. You've got some Blu-rays. You've got some DVDs. It doesn't really matter. You can put it in or maybe watch the BBC One Christmas movie, a film that was come out of the cinema three years ago. J-pop. Some ideas of Christmas well, movies. You get the same old films on at Christmas, don't you? The same old rubbish. You know? Yeah. Oh, this was on last year. So I think this year maybe well, you don't have to watch what's on telly. Hire a film out from Blockbuster or Love Film or something. Um, you know, something with a Christmas theme, something like Die Hard or Home Alone. But, maybe. Oh, very alternative Christmas movie, you know? Die Hard. Yeah. A lot of people don't remember that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Christmas movie. And is Die Hard 2 a Christmas movie as well? Yeah, yes. It certainly is. So, um, Die Hard Marathon. So you would go for your Die Hard... Yeah. Uh, what was the other one you said? Home Alone. Home Alone. Also a Christmas movie. And Die Hard. And uh, G-Dog, any Christmas... Don't just watch what's on telly. No, of course not. Okay. Only Fools and Horses again. Yeah. And um, Toy Story. Again, I, it's, a film, well, it's a film I've never seen and I don't think it's ever been on at Christmas. Um, I'd have to go with The Great Escape and... Uh, Classic, maybe, classic. Maybe uh, I'm saying by Wallace and Gromit. That's I've never seen mm. any of them at Christmas or any yeah. other time. So I'd probably go and rent them out. Oh, that's some wonderful ideas there, listeners. The Great yeah. Escape. Make it your own Christmas. Um, yeah. Make your own Christmas. Of course. Experience. So that's a wonderful idea there, and Wallace and Gromit, and the, maybe the wrong trousers. Yeah, that's never been on. It's never been on. He says. I think that has been on actually. That hasn't. Oh, <laughs> and uh, Johnny Ribena. The name escapes me. What's that? Um, I've seen that one. That old black and white film they show every year about the man who loses the idea of Christmas and the ghost shows him the way. It's a wonderful life. Mm. Um, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. That's it. Ah, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He runs a hotel and his yeah. mum comes. I think Christmas mm. cheer. What's that? There's another one with a ghost. Three ghosts. Mm. Ducktails. Trading places. I don't know. I hope there's some wonderful Christmas ideas there for movies you can enjoy this Zulu. Christmas. Christmas listeners, <laughs> this this Christmas On listeners. On a serious note, um, yeah. Well, well it's pretty, pretty serious anyway. I don't think anyone will find it funny. You got anyway, cancer. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you, mate. Big <laughs> casino. That's one less Christmas present. How long but you got? It's a Wonderful Life. It, it's, I've never actually seen that, and that's never actually. Well, you better hurry up. Yeah, you, cause you ain't got long left <laughs> of your Wonderful Life. Well, well, hopefully, it's on at Christmas. Well, maybe you can watch it. <laughs> 
As we're cutting the fat with this podcast and getting down to business, um, making changes all the way across the board, there's a lovely, another new segment we'd like to do, just in the spirit of Christmas, and we'll go around and give you some ideas. We've done the present ideas, but some ideas for a lovely the Christmas lunch. Mmm, that lovely um, fresh smells of food on Christmas Day and everyone's preparing food, but maybe there's some alternatives you can have, and we'll go around each person in the Baywatch Crew podcast just to give you some other ideas of different lunches you may have on Christmas Day. So, J-Pop, what's your ideal Christmas lunch? Well, it's got to be the turkey, isn't it? Turkey, of course. Traditional turkey. Anything else with the turkey? Um, Maybe pigs in blankets. What would you have for afters? Oh, I don't know, maybe... uh... Christmas pudding, I suppose. Christmas pudding. pudding, And um, any crackers or anything else? Crackers. Starters? Pull the cracker and put on your hat and play with your toy. Some lovely ideas there for Christmas Day. And G-Dog, your your idea? Yeah, turkey roast and then just custard for pudding because I don't like uh, uh, Christmas pudding. One, what a wonderful idea. And Johnny Wright, Peter, what would your ideal Christmas lunch be? <laughs> Any alternatives to turkey? You're going to think, this is really mental. This might be a little bit out there. But I would have, if any, I can have anything I want. Yeah. Turkey. Yeah. All the trimmings. Got to have my tatties. And what would you have for afters, Johnny Wright, Peter? Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding. So Just custard for me. So, uh, listeners, I think <laughs> that hopefully that's given you some ideas for... What would you have, Barry? Christmas dinner. I think I'll go for turkey... Um, Christmas pudding, Brussels sprouts, mm. pigs in blankets, maybe some cheese and biscuits. Mm. Uh, cheese board. Maybe a cheese little bit board, of port. Maybe a port, nice glass of wine, Christmas mm. hat, cracker. Mm. Um, salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. So hopefully there's some alternative ideas there, listeners, for this year's Christmas dinner um, that you can enjoy. So jot them down and I'm sure all the ingredients will be available to you. You only have to look, you only have to look. Thank you very much. And finally, your Christmas tipple. What you been drinking? What you be drinking, Governor? So, Christmas tipples. What's your favourite drinks at Christmas, uh, crew? To get everyone in the party spirit. What should they be buying from the Morrisons or the uh, Tesco's now to Bailey's get them ready? Baileys and mulled wine. Ooh, Bailey's and mulled wine. Settle down by the fire and get all cosy. I just, just have me your Christmas dinner. Me turkey, me alternative Christmas dinner. I thought you were going to say your Christmas wank. I'm your Christmas wank <laughs> and I'll settle down and have a nice cold can of lager. Oh. Little, little frothy present to yourself. Oh, would that be, what would that be? Value lager? Yeah, it would be like Skull or mm, Pestrel. Oh, a nice Kezzy. Or a Morrison's own. G-Dog, what's your Christmas tip? Um, yeah, let's go gold label. Oh. Or hooch. Oh, lemon hooch. Oh. So they don't make it anymore. So you'd get that shipped in from the past. Shipped <laughs> <laughs> in from an African country. Uh, Johnny Ribini, you're always good for a drink. Uh, I'd have anything I'd get my hands on, and as much as it, I can get down with gullet, like any day of the year, really. Cool, <laughs> that's certainly a go fuck yourself. Or <laughs> <laughs> snowballs. Every day's like fucking Christmas, isn't it? On the Barry Watts Crew podcast, every day's like Christmas. <laughs> Competition time now, listeners. Um, here's something we've been doing a lot of film quotes over the last few weeks in the podcast, and we thought, why not do a competition? Because there's a lot of movie buffs out there. So we've got G Dog, and he's going to give you three quotes of movies that we're moving over to Johnny for the rules. So, G Dog, if you'd like to start with the first quote of the movie, please. Okay, quote so, A is 
Mommy, oh mommy, mommy, baby wants to fuck. Don't you fucking look at me. Quote two. Uh, quote, well, quote B. B, sorry. Uh, you be careful out among them English. And quote C. This is glue. Strong stuff. Okay, so if you've got those down, let's give the listeners those again so they can write them down. Quote A. Quote A. Mommy, oh mommy, mommy baby wants to fuck. Don't you fucking look at me. Quote B. You be careful out among them English. And quote C. This is glue. Strong stuff. Okay, so if you've got those listeners, here's Johnny with the rules. Wow, what an amazing competition. All you have to do, listeners, to win this amazing prize of two tickets to Ellsbury Museum anytime you like is email in to this address. That's kathman22 at hotmail.co.uk. What's the address again? kathman22 at hotmail.co.uk. Were those film quotes from A. Blue Velvet, B. Witness, or C. Blues Brothers. All you have to do is email in to kathman22 at hotmail.co.uk and you can win two tickets to Ellsbury Museum in Ellsbury. They're between the dates of the 24th of December and the 27th of December, so you can go any time between those dates. And just for one last time, G-Dog, give us the quotes just to let <laughs> one last time, just before everyone goes, just so they can get... Write them down just in case. Mummy, oh mummy, mummy, baby wants to fuck. Don't you fucking look at me. You be careful out among them, English. This is glue, strong stuff. So there's three quotes there, and Johnny, what was it again? Is it A, Blue Velvet, B, Witness, or C, Blues Brothers? Thank you, listeners. So don't forget, email in with your answers on an email. Um, Don't forget to give us your name, address, uh, sort code, account number and bank details so we can pay those tickets straight into your account and a PIN number as well. We will need that. That's very important. So thank you listeners. Keep listening and good luck. Thanks for listening this week listeners. Hope you enjoyed the show. Um, That's goodbye from me, Barry Wachs. Goodbye from me, J-Pop Magic Fresh. It's goodbye from me, G-Dog. Bye-bye, Varmints. Johnny Rabina. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with the competition, everyone. I hope you win. Uh, fingers crossed for you. And hopefully, unless G-Dog's cancer has got the better of him, we will see we'll you all next time. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye, listeners. <laughs>